Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Consider becoming a Texas Football Insider, our subscription package at TexasFootball.com slash insider. Besides helping to make shows like this possible, you'll also get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of access to exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. That includes stuff like premium podcasts, our archives. We've got all 60 years of the magazine digitized, recruiting analysis, and must-see insights from the Dave Campbell's Texas football crew. If all of that sounds good to you, consider becoming a Dave Campbell's Texas football insider at texasfootball.com slash insider. That's texasfootball.com slash insider. And thanks for listening. The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk, built by nature. Make sure you catch Texas Football Today live weekdays at noon on TexasFootball.com and on Facebook. And if you like the show, subscribe on the podcast vendor of your choice. Give us a positive rating and tell a friend. Yes, yes, y'all. From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it is Texas Football Today, a program on the internet today, but maybe not tomorrow. My name's Greg <laughs> Definitely Tepper. not tomorrow. I'm the managing editor. You don't know that. Maybe I'll come in here and do a solo show. That's fine with me. Have fun. I'm, I'm not going to come in here and do a solo <laughs> show. Uh, my name's Greg Tepper. You. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Yeah, you're calling my bluff. Uh, yeah. uh, managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football. Uh, magazine textfootball.com a corresponding website thank you for spending part of your day with us whether you're watching us live on texasfootball.com on facebook on youtube or on twitch or or you're listening to us on the podcast which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice either way thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show i am sitting here sitting over there at the helm today making us sound good she's the duchess of the dorks and yes she's wearing makeup she can do that Every Actually, everyone in the comments is like blowing up because I did the bare minimum. It really is. It really is funny because I think I've told this story before, but like uh, Kendall Kendall Point, who used to work mm-hmm. with us, uh, there was one day where I think I think she had to. I think she, sadly, I think she had to go to a funeral. She did. Uh, she had to go to a funeral, and, and your big mouth walks and in. And I walked in. I walked in. So she's dressed very nicely, but like, and I was like, whoa. Look at you. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, because everybody here dresses very casual. Yeah. Like, it's like, literally all I did different was throw on a little coat of lipstick and everyone's like, whoa, I know. whoa. <laughs> what, a, what, a, what a life you've led, though. I know. That's great. That yeah. all I have to do is put on lipstick and people are like, whoa, she dressed up for the day. Like, that's, I set myself, this is, a, I'm playing the long con this here. This is pretty good. Hi, friends. <laughs> Today's Tuesday, December 24th. T- 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 it is. Please tell me it's not the 24th. <laughs> Today is Tuesday, December 21st, 2021. It's like I'm late for family Christmas. 338 <laughs> days until Thanksgiving. Happy birthday to Samuel L. Jackson. Uh, episode 1302. Oh, On today's nice. show, guys, we got a rare double guest day. Let's go. We got two guests, two big name guests. Two first. First, we're going to talk with the head coach of the state champion Franklin Lions. Coach Mark Fannin will join us. We'll talk a little bit about those Lions who go wire to wire number one. Uh, we actually, yesterday we talked with Todd Dodge. The, he is the only other coach of a team that went wire to wire number one. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you can roast our rankings if you'd like. We only had two teams go wire to wire number one. Uh, but we'll talk with uh, the second of those in Mark Fannin, the head coach of those 3A Division II state champion Franklin Lions, coming up here in a moment. In the back half of the show, we'll be joined by the Hall of Famer Craig Way, who called 17 of the 12 Texas high school football state championship <laughs> games and somehow didn't lose his voice like a dummy. Yeah, who in the world would do that, Scrub? 
Anyway, we'll get to all that <laughs> coming up here at the back half of the... And then a very special Christmas message. Uh, so we'll get all that coming up here at the back half of the program. Do we have first four through the door? We sure do. It was Rob Hathaway, Aaron Arbuckle, Daniel Agnew, and Ryan Smigo. Welcome in, fellas. Welcome in, fellas, to, again, programming note. This is the last show of the week. And then uh, next week, uh, we will be back on Monday. So make sure you tune in for that. But we are off for the rest of the week after today. Um, want to invite you to check out TexasFootball.com. A lot of good stuff going on up there. Uh, subscribers should start getting their recruiting edition. I don't have one. Is this it? No, it's the old one. Uh, the recruiting edition. I promise you it exists. Uh, subscribers should be starting to get it right now. So TexasFootball.com slash subscribe to come Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider. Uh, and uh, it makes a great gift as well. If you need that last second gift for Christmas, TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. We've made it really good. So for the f- uh, really easy to uh, – good too, but really easy to uh, – to <laughs> We've made it good. Gift, what we do here is good. <laughs> to gift a subscription if you go to TexasFootball.com slash subscribe if you do all of that. Pickle, let's go to the hotline. And let's bring in the head coach of the 3A Division II state champion, Franklin Lions, their first ever state championship. We're joined on the phone line by Coach Mark Fannin. Coach, how are you? I'm doing great. How y'all doing? How are things in beautiful Franklin, Texas these days? Yeah, it's, a, it's awesome right now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, how, yeah, how, you know, how, overall, how was your weekend? Pretty good? It was it was a pretty good weekend. It was a lot better than last year at this time. I I tell you that. So, um, so I want to go back to Thursday night. Uh, we knew it was number one versus number two, Franklin versus Gunner, for the three division two state championship. And what I think is really interesting from my perspective is two obviously outstanding ball clubs and two teams that are so good in it like at kind of at everything that I didn't really know what style of games is going to be this I could have seen this being a low scoring slugfest I could have seen this being a high scoring shootout did the way that this game played out surprise you or was this what you expected it did not surprise me at all you know they this we knew going in that this was going to be a really good ball club mm-hmm. uh, ball, ball game and we were kind of thinking the same thing you know we didn't know if it was going to be a you know, with us being us being both a high, we scored a lot of points this year. Mm-hmm. You know, we stopped our defense. Both teams have played lights out all year. We didn't know which how the score was going to be. You know, we kind of talked about that in the office. Uh, you know, we it could be a, a blowout. Or it could be a not a blowout, but a mm-hmm. high scoring game or a low scoring game. You know, it's kind of kind of up in the air. And uh, you know, we were just excited. Uh, Gunners a very good football team, like you said. They do things right over there. And those kids play hard. They're, they play class act football, which, which is always good to play against. And, uh, you know, it, we were just we're fortunate enough to come out on top for dang sure. Um, and this game is, um, you know, knotted up at halftime. You guys are you're, you're, you're tight at halftime. You guys are, are, are throwing haymakers at one another. Um, what did you tell your guys at halftime knowing that, as expected, you guys are in a dogfight. Uh, they are going to the final 24 minutes of the of the of the, uh, the the game. What what was your message to your guys at halftime? No, we made a few adjustments defensively. Um, mm-hmm. uh, offensively, we felt that we were moving the ball okay um, uh, and and doing what we were supposed to do. We just had to, you know, we had some um, some penalties we had to take care of and and some turnovers we that we definitely you know talked about, but just limits and penalties. Uh, and, and, and limiting those turnovers, you know, we thought we were we, we were doing what we wanted to do offensively. We just had to stop, uh, you know, get rid of those couple things. And, you know, just I just told them at halftime to stay the course, keep doing what you're doing. We made a few small adjustments on the back end, you know, with our defense. But other than that, 
um, you know, I told him it was going to be a dog fight to the end and, you know, and, and, uh, you know, just go out there, have fun and experience it and, and, and get, leave everything they had out there. Um, sticking to the plan, uh, seemed to be a steady dose of, uh, of, of Malcolm Murphy, uh, who runs for 287, four touchdowns, had two interceptions, just a, a remarkable game. Um, he is, he was maybe, the I don't I don't want to say he was the overlooked guy in your backfield, but there were certainly guys like Bryson Washington. You guys are so loaded back there. It kind of felt like Malcolm Murphy at sometimes uh, could have been uh, could have been overlooked there in 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 your talented backfield. Uh, but when the lights shone the brightest, he showed up the biggest. Uh, I I can't imagine it was a surprise for you that he saved his biggest uh, performance for last. You know, Malcolm is is special athlete. He's been a special athlete for me for. You know, he started for me as a freshman, and um, he's had a great year, a career here in Franklin. And he's, you know, we've just been very fortunate here in Franklin this year with, and last year with uh, very many backs that, you know, that could really, every anytime they touched the ball, they were they could score, you know, or make something happen. And and you know, with Bryson and Bobby and and Malcolm in the backfield, you know, you just never knew which one was going to show up. You know, you I mean, it, it was kind of a you just didn't know who was going to show out because all of them are capable of doing it. And we're, we're just – I'm so happy that Malcolm went out like that his senior year and, and showed out uh, on the biggest stage. And, um, you know, he's kind of one of those guys, you know, he's – you know, he, he likes to play in front of people. And when the when the lights are on, he, he's more electric and uh, he, he likes the big stage for sure. Talking with Mark Fan, the head coach of the Franklin Lions here on Texas Football. Today, be involved in the conversation, hashtag TF Today. Coach, um, it, it wasn't all good. Marcus Wade goes 0 for 3 for no yards passing. Um, how troubled are you by your, your passing attack? And just, boy, it's tough. You know, you guys aren't able to throw the ball at all. Uh, I, I'm, I'm joking, of course. But you guys are the, <laughs> you guys are the first uh, team to win a UIL State Championship game at the 11-man level since 2007 when throwing for no yards. Um, I, I, I guess if the bread and butter is working, you just stick with it, running for 523. Did you, did you see that coming? Did you see that gaudy of numbers uh, coming before the game? You know, I really didn't. You know, uh, you know, Marcus is a, uh, has been a very good uh, piece to what we've done this year. Um, I don't think we've even made it to the state championship game without him. You know, uh, having his passing attack, he's done an outstanding job this year. Uh, you know, uh, you know, instead of getting eleven men in the box, you know, we were able to able to spread it out a little bit and 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 throw the ball. I think he ended up with almost twelve hundred yards uh, mm-hmm. passing and uh, this year, which it might be a school record. I'm not 100% on that, but it's it's he, you know, and 20 touchdowns. He threw for 20 touchdowns and 1,200 yards. So, you know, without him, uh, you know, I don't know if we make it to that game. But, um, you know, we've just we, – we got in kind of the game, uh, you know, in the in the routine of the game on, on last Thursday. And running the ball was, was working. And we've always said we're going to do what we do and we're going to find what works and we're going to stick with it until they stop it. So that's kind of what we did. Um, This game is tied going into the fourth quarter and I can't help but feel like the the path that you walked, especially in the season opening win over Lorena and your state semifinal win against Wascom, where you guys had to work, you guys had to sweat. There were a lot of there were a lot of blowouts in between, but those first and last games really had you guys prepped for a fourth quarter. Did you feel like when you guys got to that fourth quarter that you were going to have an opportunity to have a little bit extra in the tank? 
I, I did. You know, we were were blessed, you know, to beat a, a, a Wascom team in the semifinal game. Mm-hmm. And I was very happy that we had to come through and fight through some adversity um, in that semifinal game. You know, I was worried about that all year long because we really didn't have to fight it, you know, since week one, since Lorena and all the way to that semifinal game, we really had no adversity that we had to overcome. And, um, in that semifinal game, you know, we, we had to overcome multi adversity situations and, and we over, we overcame each and every one of them. And going into that state championship game, I was, I was excited that we had to face that. And I think that helped us out, you know, going into the, into the fourth quarter, the kids believed the kids uh, stayed, stayed with it and trusted everything that the uh, coaches were, were telling them. And uh, they went out there and fought and left everything out there. And I couldn't be more proud of them. Um, I want to ask you uh, a, a question that I know you're going to lie to me about, so it's fine. I get it. Um, <laughs> which is when you when you started feeling like this was going to happen? Because Franklin, of course, last year, uh, you know, what was such a, a, a heart wrenching loss to, to Canadian. Um, and and I know coaches will say, "Oh, I didn't feel it until it was triple zeros on the on on the, on the board." You can tell me that if you'd like. I'll know it's a lie. But my question is, was there a moment in the game where you kind of looked up and you go? this really might happen. Like this really might, we really might be doing this right now. Well, you know, like you said, it was a great ball game for, for <laughs> three and a half quarters. And, uh, you know, when, when we, we could never go ahead mm-hmm. for about 14, you know, with the whole game, we would score. And like you said, it was, a, it was a slug fest. We, we punch them in the mouth and they punch us right mm-hmm. back in two or three plays. Uh, we could never get that 14 point edge until about nine minutes left in the fourth quarter. And, uh, when we did that, you know, I didn't want to say I felt good because I know there was a lot of time left, and and Gunner has such an explosive offense they could go, uh, they could go anytime. But you know I kind of you know when we, when we when we scored that touchdown to go fourteen, and we come back out and played defense and made a stop, and then we got the ball back, and you know I, I was kind of you know I was kind of feeling good at that point, but I ain't gonna lie until even till that when we we're in that victory formation, you know I was kind of locked in and. Until until you know we could celebrate because uh, you know you never know in a football game what could happen. Well, and I'll tell you, it was a long time coming. You could you could feel the I think you could feel the, the the frustration kind of washing past that crowd that you guys brought out there. It was I mean I think I've I don't know how many people are in Franklin, Texas, but I know they were all there. I, I that was that was a that was a fantastic crowd you guys brought out there. Yes, the the they they the the fans the community here in Franklin, Texas. They've backed this football program for a long time, mm-hmm. and in this this year, they've they've really come out and they've they've come to all the home games. Um, they traveled well with all the all the away games, especially the playoff games. Uh, you know, and you know, it as a coach, you know, I could not be more excited because it's been a long time waiting for Franklin to to bring home this first state championship. You know, we've been so close mm-hmm. so many times. We've had so many good football teams here in Franklin. That um that 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 just got it was heartbreaking at the end you know and so many years I could talk about but and, and these fans are have been so loyal and and trusted us coaches to to stay the process and and keep with working with these kids and and not just only bringing that state championship home for these kids but this school and this community you know it I I, I don't know when I'll stop smiling I've been smiling ever since <laughs> Thursday you know and. It's it's a good feeling, and I couldn't be more proud to bring it home for him. Uh, and finally, Coach, the last time uh, I interviewed you uh, in in any sort of you know official setting, 
was back at THSCA Coaching School and Convention, and uh, and I asked you about being ranked number one, uh, and and if you were mad at me for ranking you number one, you had a very diplomatic answer and said, ah, you know, I don't pay a ton of attention to it. I ain't mad, I ain't that mad at you. My question for you now is, where would you like to be ranked for 2022? <laughs> Well, we handled that number one spot pretty good. So, you know, I, I won't be mad at you if you put us up there again. So, well, you made us look our kids, you know, our kids handled that. You know, it takes a special group of kids to mm-hmm. to handle that, you know, because, you know, that that's all they're looking at. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I talked to them to I'm blue in the face about, you know, week by week mentality. And, you know, it's it's target on your back. And, you know, and these kids handle that very well. And. I couldn't be more proud of him for sure. Well, we sure appreciate you making us look smart. He is uh, <laughs> he is Mark Fannin. He's the head coach of those state champion Franklin Lions. Coach, congratulations again. We're thrilled for you. Uh, I know it'll be a Merry Christmas, but just in case it's not, Merry Christmas, my friend. Hey, man, Merry Christmas to you guys also, and, I, and we appreciate what y'all do for uh, high school football. Absolutely. Take care, Coach. Thank you. There he goes, Mark Fannin, the head coach, the Franklin Lions. First ever state championship brought home to the Brass Valley, and uh, just super cool. You felt... It, it it really he 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 belies the fact that this is I mean Franklin really did have an an argument to being one of one of the best programs to without a state championship. Yeah, they had they had had their guts ripped out a lot. Obviously against Canadian uh, they had that, but I mean you're looking at. Uh, teams that were routinely, I mean, they lose to Wascom in the title game back in 2015. I mean, they're making it to quarterfinals and, and, and this, that, and the other. They had had, they made a semifinal back in 1972. They made a semifinal back in 1978. Like, they had had some really good teams that couldn't get over the hump. And so I was really interested to hear when he thought it was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Because because they have, they've had, they've had their guts ripped out. Right. You know, like last year against Canadian, they had it. They were up in the final minute. And then, like, a, a touch, a long touchdown. And so, I'm glad he said, like, when we went up 14, it's like, oh, man. Like, we really might do it. Like, right, I think we're yeah. favored to do it right now. Well, and that was the thing. I was obviously able to go see their semifinal game against Wascom. And afterwards, the relief that oh, yeah. they got there was on their face. But there was nothing but determination that you could see in not only the coaching staff, but all the mm-hmm. players, too, of it was, like, we are not going to let this slip away again this time. No. And it was it was really fun to watch and 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 coach coach is a uh coach is good people mm-hmm. and 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 they did they you know he he mentioned that he handled the number 1 spot pretty well. They handled it well. Um that there were you know they had that target on their on their chest all year long and they lived up to the hype. They're the fourth highest scoring team in UIL Texas high school football 11 11 man history and I think they're going to be in that. They're in a conversation for all-time three A teams, right? Yeah. All-time three A teams. They're in that conversation of what they were able to do and how they were able to do it. Um, a remarkable year for the Franklin Lions. They bring home their first ever state championship. We appreciate Mark, Mark Fannin hopping on with us. We are Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF, like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells, and of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. TexasFootball.com is where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football, and recruiting all across the Lone Star State. Hey, just because the high school football season is over doesn't mean TexasFootball.com like shuts down or anything. We're going to have good coverage for you all throughout the offseason. And, of course, we've still got college coverage going on with the bowl games. I believe UTSA plays tonight. 
Um, so make sure you check that out. Uh, TexasFootball.com will have coverage of all things football in the state of Texas. Uh, so make sure you check that out. And become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider. Makes a great gift. TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. Make sure you go there. Pickles flirting with Craig Way. I just accuse you of flirting with Craig Way. It happens. Yeah, I know. He's charming. He is. Pickle, let's go to the hotline. Let's bring in the Hall of Fame voice of the Texas Longhorns of Texas high school football. Uh, as I mentioned, he called 17 of the 12 UIL Texas high school football state championship games this past week. Math checks out. We go live to our good friend, Craig Way. Craig, how are you, my friend? It was my understanding there was to be no math yeah. on, on this. Uh, but, but I will tell you, uh, I, I have to ask Pickle if – Pickle for for you and Mallory and Amanda and Step and the entire rest of the crew was it was it like a holiday when when Tepper had no voice for a bit and that was the holiday rudely over is that the deal boy howdy let me tell you when he when he tweeted out about how happy Miss Jen was that he didn't have a voice I was like we were all singing hallelujah there Wondered about that. Wondered about oh. that. But I heard his, I had his dulcet tones on my show this morning. Sounds like things are back to normal, Tap. Unfortunately. Yeah, they are, Craig. Thanks for bringing <laughs> that up. Um, it's Craig Way, our friend here on the show. Um, okay. I've had this, this question kicking around in my head all, all weekend, or all weekend, and, and I, want, I want to put it to you. Um, for me, the way that I, I have Texas high school football shorthand in my head, and I think you do too, that when you say uh, 2017 title games, I think, oh, that was the Highland Park Manville year. Uh, 2018 title games, I go, oh, it was North Shore Duncanville, and that was uh, Longview Highland Park, or Longview and, uh, and Beaumont Westbrook. Um, they're shorthand for each year. Have you figured out quite yet? what the shorthand title game is going to be for 2021. What is the game that when people say, hey, you remember back those title games in 2021? You're going to say, oh, that was the blank game. Have you quite figured out which one of those is going to stick in your stick in your brain uh, the best? Well, I, I would say this, Tap. There are two games that would come to my mind only because of the thought I had about each going into the game. Mm -hmm and the way they ultimately played out, and because uh, they were two of the, as you called, 17 games that I was calling, whatever, were, were uh, the, the Franklin Gutter game in 3AD2 and the Peyto College Station 5AD1. Having said that, to, your, to the specifics of your question, the game that most of the free world that celebrates high school football as we know it in this state is going to remember this is the year of South Oak Cliff. Mm. They're going to remember the the dynamics and the dramatics of what happened, I think, with South Oak Cliff. And that doesn't even take into account what Todd Dodge has done to ride off in the sunset with, with three. It does take it all into account with the three consecutive state titles, and he calls it a career and, and all those things. But I think the historic impact of what Jason Todd did at SOC and, and his and his group, that I think is going to be what folks, there may be, you know, some certainly in the Westlake community and others that remember that's when Todd Dodge finished his great run with three consecutive state titles to go with the four he won at Carroll, uh, you know, and, and uh, Hall of Fame innovator and all of those things. And I'm going to ask him about all those stuff when he comes on my show one final time. But I think 
at large across the state. I think a lot of folks are going to think about South Oak Cliff breaking through to win the DISD's first UIL state championship since 1950 and their first state football title of any kind going back to the PVIL days in 1958. Uh, you mentioned Westlake, and and they were certainly pushed by Geyer in the first half, trailed for the first time all season, as a matter of fact, uh, in this game, but came out and, and finished off, polished off what, what felt like a pretty tour de force performance from uh, from Westlake, capping off what was a, a pretty remarkable season. 16-0. The numbers, I, I tweeted them out, but the numbers are, are pretty staggering that over the past three years they are 45-1. and They've outscored their opponents 2400-392. Opponents to 392. Um, a, a, a ridiculous run. You've seen a lot of really good teams down there in, in, in at Westlake and at Lake Travis and in the Austin area. Uh, just focusing in on the Austin area for a moment, it, it, does this 2021 Westlake team enter that pantheon of all-time great Austin area high school football teams? They lead it. Oh, wow. Uh, it's, it's, it's the best Westlake team I've ever seen. It's the best 6A team I've ever seen down here. It's the best greater Austin team I've seen down here. The the Lake Travis State Champions, the, the, the drive for five was great, but that was at a smaller classification level. And uh, in addition to that, the one they won in 16 uh, was, was a really good team. There's no question about it. Lake Travis was outstanding. This Westlake team, I think, tops all of them in terms of the total dominance they had on both sides of the football. You know, going into that game, Tep, the one, the one and only curiosity about Westlake was going to be what happened if somebody, you know, had the wherewithal to get them in a firefight. If it happened, how would they respond? Because a lot of great teams have had, you know, teams take them in, in down into the mosh, and then they can't find their way out of it and, and struggle. I mean, we saw it happen with Mart. We've seen it happen with other teams in the past. How would they do? Well, we got the answer. They, you know, they were in a fight. Rodney Webb did as good a job as any coach has done in preparing his team for Westlake. And we talked to him Saturday morning on a call before he got, and he said, I know, I said, this has got to be like the easiest thing in the world in terms of playing the underdog role, right? He said, you know, everybody outside is doing that. He goes, we, I, he goes, I'm being honest with you, Craig. We don't think that. We think we think we got a shot at these guys because we have a plan. Mm. And we saw the plan, and, and they stood toe-to-toe with them for better than two quarters and held a 21-20 lead. And then, then you know, the, the, the plan after that it went down the Mike Tyson route about everybody's got a plan until you get punched in the mouth, that kind of thing. And Westlake finally found a way to punch back. So – the, the defense had been there all along. It was just like what uh, Todd Dodge told Sarah Merrifield going into halftime. He said, our defense has played well enough to win this game. We just got to get our offense together. And they did. And Kate Klubnick had a little bit of a sluggish start, got it going. And Jaden Greathouse was spectacular and all that sort of stuff. All, all of that happened. But the defense set the tone. Nine sacks and, and what they did. The, it's the totality of it, which is why I say Westlake – of all the greater Austin Central Texas area schools stands at the top of that list. Now, anybody can make all kinds of arguments about other highest classification performances and, and how it might be the best of all time, where it ranks and all that. And, and all of those arguments are very valid and very fair. I just know Westlake's performance will put them into that conversation. 
talking with Craig Way, the Texas High School Football Hall of Famer here on Texas Football Today. You can all follow the conversation hashtag TF Today. Uh, we saw a lot of incredible individual performances out there as well, Craig, but both ones recognized by MVPs and not recognized by MVPs. Is there one particular individual performance, uh, one particular name that springs to mind that you're going to be like, man, I remember that guy and what he did on that stage? Because it's there's your pick of the litter. You got you. It, I feel like you could probably pick out at least one in every game. There's only, yeah, I I don't know if there's there's one that, that there's a game that I can't pick out an individual. Was there one individual performance that you saw this weekend? that you think you're going to take with you uh, in, in your memory hole? Well, two really come to mind. And, and you could even make a case certainly for Jaden Greathouse and seven catches, 236 yards, the three over-the-top bombs. But the two that really stand out to me uh, are going to be Malcolm Murphy mm-hmm. from, from from Franklin, 280 rushing yards, uh, and, then, uh, and then Major Bowden. From China Spring, what, what, what he did. Those those two were kind of uh, one man wrecking crews, so to speak, for what they did. And you know, it, and you know how it works because you worked the two AD one telecast with me. The way the producers work is, we have players that we highlight in the open, and then what we call Ford Impact players, which are other, which are like a second level guys to watch. Malcolm Murphy didn't make either tier on that. Wow. We were talking about the Washington brothers for Franklin, which made sense, and then uh, in the linebacking court as well. So we weren't even talking about Malcolm Murphy, although he was a two-way player, and he did stuff on both sides of the football, including interception, but he had the 208, uh, 280 rushing yards, and then most spectacular of all, Tep, the dance he had, you know, after the <laughs> game. Absolutely just remarkable. I was only disappointed that we couldn't get word to Sarah Merrifield in time to see if we could get Malcolm to do that dance when she did the interview with him because uh, it was fun to watch and he had it down cold. So Malcolm Murphy would top the list for me. Major Bowden right up there with him. Jaden Greathouse uh, did so. What, Grayson Rigsby as, as, a, yeah. as a, a, a freshman, you know, what what, what he did uh, to, to lead strong to that state championship and six man, all of those and the Brooks brothers are the Brooks brothers are the Brooks brothers. I mean, they were all as advertised like we thought they would be. So those were just some of the ones that came to mind. Uh, two more questions for the Hall of Famer, Craig Way, before we let him go enjoy his, his, his holiday. Um, first and foremost, you, uh, you on the 2A Division One state championship game, you had the great pleasure of working with one of the uh, up-and-coming sideline reporters in this game. Uh, we all know Leslie McCaslin, how great she is. But on the other sideline, you had Ashley Pickle. I'm interested in your assessment of uh, Ashley Pickle, sideline reporter for the 2A Division One state championship game. Oh, goodness. I'm, I'm lobbying Bally's to make her a permanent part of that scene. There you go. She's, the, <laughs> she's, she's, she's that good. Uh, uh, you know, she was, she was spot on. And, and you know how some reporters are even better because they know the program as well as they know them. Because we have we have some reporters that do a good job, but they might not necessarily know much about the team until they get on the conference call with the coaches. That's not the case with Pickle. She knew Shiner in and out. She'd been there. She'd been in Victoria for the for the big throwdown with Refurio. She's seen them all season long. All of that stuff emanates through. So yeah. that's why, yeah, Pickle was lights out. So, I, yes, I, she, she belongs. I agree. Well, thank you, Craig. And, and finally, 
uh, we, 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 you know, for all the, the celebrations that have gone on recently, whether you're talking about Christmas on the horizon, whether you're talking about the parade going down in South Oak Cliff, there was, I understand, a big party down there Austin way. Let's pull up the, the, the thing. I understand there was a birthday party for Sophie, uh, <laughs> your, your, your pup. Uh, tell us about this, uh, what seems like a real wild throwdown going on at the Way House. Look at that hat. Sophie. If you want a big party, invite a miniature schnauzer. <laughs> and, uh, you know, she was nine yesterday. Uh, it's it, it's really interesting. She's she's very funny. She's very loyal and can be very affectionate. She can also be pretty guarded and territorial to others that, that come in the house, depending on her mood and things like that. We got her nine years ago. Um, and, uh, uh, it was, it, I, I will tell you this, you know, we laugh and joke a lot. There was, um, on a slightly serious note, mm. that dog, the companionship that dog had given me, helped me through some, some difficult times when I lost my wife, Laurie in 2015 and in 2016, excuse me. And, uh, there were, there were a couple of years where I'm going home to empty house at night. It's being the dog. And, and we can hang out and have a nice walk and, you know, and, uh, you know, I, I, you know, she and play ball in the backyard. She's been a great companion. And so and I, the party really wasn't my idea. It was more <laughs> telling Linda and the kids, hey, uh, why don't you come over for dinner? Tonight? Hey, it's Sophie's birthday. We can celebrate the birthday. Well, I, my my second daughter. Uh, who has two schnauzers of her own knew where to go to get the dog food cake and it's and it's our dog treat cake it's not made out of dog food it was a combination of dog friendly digestible ingredients but but it wasn't dog food she brought her two schnauzers over they cut up that little cake and those three just scarfed it down they wolfed <laughs> it down and uh so we had a great time yeah sophie turned nine yesterday and she's been a she's been a great companion so yeah it's like okay happy birthday to soap so yeah it was it was party time last night. happy birthday sophie happy way. birthday sophie. absolutely he's craig way he's the texas high school football hall of famer hear him on the horn in austin uh, every weekday uh although i think you're taking something you're off like thursday friday right uh yeah i got a basketball game tomorrow i you know i went out sunday morning to vegas uh after after our state championship called a couple of basketball games there got home about 3 a.m on monday morning and then um and then and then yeah that was yesterday monday that's right and then there's a, a basketball game tomorrow to do and then yeah i'll have a few days off and uh pickle i think i'm headed to the, uh, to the bowl game for our alma mater. I think I'm going to go to that oh. uh, Frisco football classic and see uh, the Mean Green in action on Thursday afternoon because the weather's supposed to be nice. Please cheer on the Mean Green for me. Craig, appreciate yeah. your time as always, my friend. Uh, Merry Christmas, happy holidays, uh, and uh, and we will be talking soon. Hey, listen, to just tell Pickle and the rest of the gang to hold the celebration down a little bit now that you're back yeah. in full throat. Yeah. But in the meantime... <laughs> Uh, I'm glad you're back with it, uh, and uh, uh, Merry Christmas to both of you and the staff, and happy holidays, and we'll talk to you down the road. Right. Merry Christmas, Craig. Bye, Craig. There he goes. See ya. Craig Way, the Texas High School Hall of Famer, joins us every Tuesday here on Texas Football Today. Um, he doesn't sleep. I'm convinced. He doesn't know. He flew to <laughs> Vegas. He told me he was going to Vegas. Yeah, I, like, I saw his for tweet funsies? about it. And he's like, no, I'm going for work. I'm like, oh, <laughs> sounds fun. Anyway, he is uh, Craig Way, the Texas High School Football Hall of Famer, joins us every Tuesday. Although that's probably the last Tuesday. Tuesdays. Probably the last Tuesday oh. for a while. Right? Yeah. I mean, we don't usually have Craig, him in you the You can call season. Craig whenever. Like, I you, know. You can. If you just want to talk to him about, like, whatever. That's true. I would say we'll probably have him on after realignment. 
Yeah. That'll definitely be a time we'll have him on. Anyway, uh, it's now time for final thoughts. And normally we give this over to Pickle, but uh, Pickle doesn't get it this time. Okay. Uh, instead. News to me. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, it's mine. Um, so this is my last show for a while. Um, I We don't have a show for the rest of the week. And then I am going to take some paternity leave. I'm going to go home and hang out with Max. Uh, and Hank and, and hang out with the family for a little bit because I've been kind of an absentee father recently. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so uh, so I'm going to be I'm gonna be back after after a bit, but I'm going to take a little bit of time off. But uh, the, the, the Christmas time for me and the holiday time is a time where one of the things I want to express is gratitude. I think that's really important. It's important to tell the people that you appreciate that you appreciate them. And so I'm going to take an opportunity to do that. And you can't turn me off, Pickle, because I already glued the buttons up. <laughs> can't turn them off. Uh, first and foremost, I want to thank um, all the people who read and listen and, and, and watch us and, and, and consume our content. We literally would not do it without you. Mm-hmm. Um we quite literally wouldn't like we have better things to do than do than do this for nobody. And so we certainly appreciate you clicking on texasfootball.com and, and reading what we have to do and reading the magazine and subscribing and, and, and listening to this dumb podcast and listening to or watching this dumb internet show. Like we appreciate it. We really, really do. We, we, we need to tell you that more often, but we, we generally do. Um, our operations staff here at Dave Campbell's Texas football is unbelievable. Uh, Chandra Lancaster's leaving us. I am trying very hard to convince her otherwise, but she yeah. is. Uh, Emma Klingenpeel has been a, a, such a fantastic addition to the staff. Uh, over the course of the year, uh, Kendall Point uh, left us to go uh, pursue other opportunities. We miss her dearly, but we are, we're so happy to have uh, Amanda Atwell on board the, the crew as well. She's, she's done uh, fit in so well uh, early on or so far in her tenure. Uh, our sales staff uh, helps to keep these lights on, yeah. <laughs> which helps. You know, <laughs> they they do the important work while we we get to fart around with with microphones and cameras. Uh, but uh, Rudy Klanick and Robel Melissa and, and and Devin Lewis have have done a terrific job. Uh, we have a really good boss. Mm-hmm. Uh, Adam Hochfelder, the president of our company, is a really really good boss. Grandpa. And and may we. What'd you say? Grandpa. Grandpa? <laughs> yeah. May, may you all be blessed enough to have a boss like Adam Hochfelder. He is uh, he is a genuine... Is he walking by now? Yeah, uh, that you can it, always hear heavy it, feet. It's boot, it, Adam. Why he's not hearing this. <laughs> but, uh, but he is he is uh, fantastic, and we couldn't do it without him. Um, another guy that we... <laughs> I said we lost, but he, he went on to, 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 to other opportunities. Uh, Shahan J. Raja, our mm-hmm. college football insider, who's now do, killing it over there at CBS Sports. Um, he, he, he's such a valued member of the team. We, we miss him like crazy, but at the same time, we're so thrilled for him, uh, to go on and do great things. Uh, we're so thankful for him. We're thankful for, for guys who contribute to, to what we do, like big time contributors, guys like Corey Hogue, mm-hmm. our small college insider, who's so stinking good at what he does, man. And, and, and so passionate about covering small colleges. Um, uh, Corey Hogue, Guy Frazier, who's really helped us out on the recruiting side, uh, guys, good people. Uh, follow Triple Fake Guy on Twitter. It's uh, he's he's such good people. Uh, speaking of recruiting, our our recruiting analyst Greg Powers. Um, Greg, uh, just one of my favorite people. <laughs> he is our mouth. He really is one of my favorite. <laughs> I love Greg Powers. He's just such. I I being around him makes me genuinely happy. Yes. And and he knows so much about recruiting. I don't need to tell you guys that he has been spectacular. Um, that's uh, you know, one of the new er additions to our staff uh, is Mallory Hartley, mm-hmm. and um. What a gem we found with her. She Melba. is, she's so wonderful and, and, and so talented and so good at what she does. And we're, we're really lucky to have her. I'm, I'm really thankful for her. Uh, Matt Stepp, 
Do I need to go any further? <laughs> I mean, the goat, the king, um, uh, the 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 Texas high school football voice of record in the state of Texas. I am so uh, proud to have him on our staff, and so mm-hmm. thankful to, that that he is uh, is part of our team. Uh, also with uh, Mike Craven, uh, the newest member of our editorial team. He's blowing and going, man. He is so. He is like I've known Mike for a while. Uh, and I finally convinced him to come work for us. Uh, but Mike is such a genuine person. What you see is what you get with Mike. Mm-hmm. And um, he is uh, such a tremendous reporter, a tremendous writer, uh, and just a good dude. And a guy who I really admire on a personal level, too. Uh, and I'm just so glad that he's part of our team. Uh, Will Wilkerson almost never makes an appearance on our air. He's probably the guy on our staff that I've probably the person I've mentioned that has appeared the least on our programming. Yeah. And that's the way if he loves it. If you want to know why this operation on the editorial side runs as smoothly as it does, it is William Wilkerson. He is he is the great Oz man. He is the man behind the, the behind the scenes. He does such a tremendous job with uh, with our with our website with TexasFootball.com with our social media. He has really raised like. He is he is the tide that has risen raised all of us. Mm-hmm. He has done. We go as Will goes. He is so and. Boy, a guy, talk about a guy who never sleeps. That guy never sleeps. Literally. He is such a hard worker and such a good dude, um, and he puts up with Aaron Hardigan. And my goodness. <laughs> there, there's the main one. <laughs> my goodness how he does that. Uh, everyone's favorite Ishmael Johnson uh, is, is um, like another guy that I just genuinely admire personally. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd like If he didn't work for us, I'd still like want to hang out with Ish. Uh, and the fact that he is yeah, a tremendous writer, a tremendous <laughs> editor – uh, a tremendous like a thinker like just such a thoughtful big guy. idea guy big idea guy but but also just thoughtful in the way mm-hmm. that he thinks about things um he is he is i am so proud that he's on our staff i really am and he's an an unbelievable asset to us and and, and i i could not we could not do what we do without him and i wouldn't want to mm-hmm. uh he's that important who would i annoy during the day that's too? that's exactly that's the right big thing big thing <laughs> Entertainment. Uh, and then there's Ashley Pickle. And this is where we shut the show off. <laughs> um, this job's really tough. What what Pickle does is really tough. She has a lot of things in the air. She has she does a lot of things like that are way beyond what you do. And and it's not just putting up with me on this <laughs> show. It is like genuinely tough doing this job, and is so. I know how long the hours are, and I know how difficult it can be, and I know how frustrating it can be sometimes. Uh, but she always has a smile on, and she's always ready to 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 do what she needs to. Um, and um, she, I don't need to tell you people watching that she's a megastar, uh, that she is unbelievable at, to to be as good as she is at so many things at her young age is stunning, staggering, jaw-dropping, gobsmacking, use whatever word you want to use. We know how this ends. Um, Some other company is going to come and figure this out, and they're going to throw her a ton of money and say, why don't you come work for us? And she's going to go, and we're going to, I'm going to be sad for me and thrilled for her, and she will have earned every, everything she gets. Um, uh, I I, I met her dad, Lance, (laughs) at the state championship games this past week. And uh, I pulled him aside and I just told him, like, I can't imagine how proud you are of her, of your daughter, uh, because I know that I'm proud just to be her friend and her colleague. So, Pickle, I'm very thankful for you. Uh, And uh, 
Anyway. Merry I can't Christ- turn the camera around. Merry Christmas, you <laughs> Thank nerds. You. Um, Merry Christmas. Uh, we will see you down the road. We will have a show on Monday. I won't be on it. I'm going to be sitting <laughs> on my couch. But that's going to be fun. That's going to do it for us. Thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. Of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Thanks again to Mark Fannin of Franklin and Craig Way for being our guest. For Ashley Pickle, I'm Greg Tepper. Merry Young, Christmas. Please meet your player of the year <laughs> trophy. Merry Christmas. We'll see you on down the road on Texas Football Today.